want to make a podcast, Spotify has got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. That's the sound of my third cup of coffee of the day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to 8020. My name is Lily. I'm your host. And I am so excited for today's podcast episode because we're going to be talking about my favorite time of day, and that is the morning time. Before we get started, I wanted to just do a few little announcements for you guys. I feel like we haven't just chatted, just, you know, the two of us one-on-one in a little bit. So um, I wanted to propose something to you guys again. I feel like I... At the beginning of the podcast, I was like so, so excited to start a podcast. I was like full throttle. I was posting on my Instagram all the time. And then obviously like that initial excitement as it does with anything kind of fizzles out and it just becomes like another thing that you do. And I feel like in order to put my heart and soul into this podcast, I need to switch it to Thursdays and I need to switch to posting on Thursdays because my Mondays and Tuesdays are so packed with school stuff. I haven't really talked like a ton about my college schedule on the podcast much, but my weeks are set up in a way that most of my work, like the bulk of my work, um, like 90% of it is due on Mondays and Tuesdays. So I just feel like in order for me to give you guys the content that I want to give you, I want to move it to Thursdays so I can, you know, maybe record on Tuesdays after all my work is done, edit Wednesdays, post on Thursdays. You get the gist. And then it doesn't feel rushed. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel awkward. It doesn't feel weird. It just feels like a real true valuable piece of content that I know that you guys like from me. Yeah, I think we're going to switch to Thursdays. Make sure that you're following the pod Instagram because that is where I post little updates and stuff. And make sure that you're following me on Instagram. My handle is lilyrayko, L-I-L-Y-R-A-K-O-W, and it will be linked in the show notes. And then I also have a YouTube channel. I don't know if anybody who listens to the podcast like doesn't already know that I have a YouTube channel. I feel like most of you guys have come from my YouTube channel, but if you just kind of found the podcast, let me know because that would be really, really cool. But I also have a YouTube channel if you want to go watch more of my life there. That's where I post the bulk of my content. I post about three times a week. That's always my goal um, to post three times a week on there for you guys. So if you want to check out more of my life, it's over there on YouTube. 
I just like moved my mic around a little bit so if the audio kind of changed I hope that this is a better sound for you guys. I'm actually recording standing up at my desk. I have a it's not a desk okay guys to be honest with you it's a table and it's a table that I got for like 200 bucks online and it's really made for people with like really limited space in their apartments or something and they're looking for like a cute little like bar height table to kind of like fit in the corner <laughs> and I love sitting at a bar height table rather than like a real desk height table. I discovered that I liked sitting like that and doing work when back in the day you could actually go sit at a coffee shop and I would go to a coffee shop called Rise Up Coffee and I would do work. That would be like, I called it my co-working space because I would just go in there and I would do college stuff. I do YouTube stuff. I would just be like my most productive self there and they had bar height tables and bar stools and you would just sit at the bar height tables and do your work and I was like, I love that like positioning basically. So I wanted to get a bar height table and I got it and I love it. Um, I actually can't find it online, so like I can't link it for you guys, but I've been sitting for eight hours doing work today. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on the other side of the table. I'm going to stand and I'm going to record, but I kind of have to like lean down in a way to like get to the mic. So long story short, the sound is off. That's why, but I cannot stand to sit any longer. So I'm going to stand. That all being said, now that we have all the announcements, all the disclaimers, my discussion of my table out of the way, let's go ahead and get into today's topic, which is creating a morning routine that you cannot wait to wake up to. I'm so excited to talk about this and make sure that you guys stick around to the end because we're going to do a little exercise where I kind of take you through step-by-step -step how to create the perfect morning routine for your life and for your morning and how to essentially achieve your morning goals so you guys don't want to miss that portion that'll be on the end it'll be like a little mini coaching through your morning routine so with that all being said let's get into creating your perfect morning routine before we even start talking about the morning I think that we need to talk about bedtime. Bedtime gets skipped over, especially if you go watch morning routines on YouTube or anything like that, which I'm not going to talk about my morning routine because I feel like a lot of you do follow me on YouTube, you do follow me on Instagram, and you guys probably know it by now. Um, and I want this podcast to be about you guys. If you guys want to watch my morning routine, if you haven't already seen it, I just posted one last week and it's a video. It's like voiceover vlog style. So I'll link that in the description. And then you guys can get like the visual too of what my mornings look like. But what like social media and podcasts and YouTube channels forget to talk about is that there's a lot of work that goes in the night before in order to wake up at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Some people even wake up at like 4 a.m. And I'm like, dude, what? 4 a.m. is the middle of the night. Like, if you catch me at 4 a.m., like, <laughs> I've been up all night. Your morning routine starts with your bedtime routine. And my biggest tip for you guys is to end your day well before bedtime. Something that I struggle with, and I know a lot of you do too, is especially now, like, the work and school from home stuff, it's like so hard to divide home life and relaxation with school and work and whatever else you do, your side hustle, like everything 
is happening from home, most of the time like from our beds and our bedrooms. And so it's so tricky to separate work from rest or school from rest. My advice to you guys is to end your day before bedtime. So say you plan on waking up at six every day. You wake up at six, say you start school, work, whatever by eight. And then, you know, say you're doing like an eight to four, maybe nine to five kind of vibe, um, which is what I try to do. Um, Make sure that when five o'clock rolls around or four o'clock rolls around or whatever your end time is, that's when you're done. Like you don't continue the to-do list. You don't continue the work. You know, Oh, it's like 9 p.m. But I have, you know, one more thing. I think that I can get this done on my to-do list. So that way I don't have to do it tomorrow. Like, yeah, all that stuff is good and nice to like be extra productive and get like so much stuff done, but it's not realistic. And if you don't pick an end time for yourself, you're just going to have this constant running to-do list and it becomes so, so overwhelming and then it cuts into your rest time. It cuts into your bedtime. Your work day ends at five, ends at six, ends at four, whatever time you want it to end. And then after that, cook dinner with your roommate, cook dinner with your family, read a book, watch, you know, The Bachelor or whatever you like to watch at night. Um, But whatever you do, make sure that you get horizontal before like nine or 10. And this is the key to success. Our bodies are wired to kind of like have this rise and fall of energy. So, you know, on the afternoon you get kind of tired, it's because your energy is starting to fall again. And then it picks back up. And then maybe like when you eat dinner and stuff, and then you're kind of feeling more energized. And then, you know, nine or 10 o'clock, you're going to start to either wind down or get wound up depending on what you decide to do. So if, you know, you're up and around and you are, and you're like blasting music and you're still doing all your homework and all this stuff, like you're going to feel so much more re-energized. And then by 10 o'clock, you're going to be like, oh shoot, I'm not tired. Like, why do I have so much energy? It's 10 o'clock. Or like, have you ever been like getting ready to go out with your friends and like you feel really tired? And then maybe like (laughs) when you could go to like frat parties and stuff (laughs) back in the day, like a year ago, um, you'd be like getting ready with your friends and like, you know, maybe something doesn't start until like 11. Can you guys believe that like parties wouldn't even start until like 11 or 1130? Like, I'm asleep by 11 or 11.30 now. Like, I could never again. But anyway, so you're getting ready with your friends and it's like 9 or 10 and you're like, oh, I don't really want to go out. I'm really tired. And then you guys start like blasting music and you start getting ready. And then you guys like eat a pizza or like some chicken tenders and then you're ready to go out. It's because you hit that second one again. But if you were falling into that like natural rest period, then you would be resting if that kind of makes sense so in order to kind of follow through with that natural rest it's also really important that you stay off of your computer and your phone or tv or netflix or whatever before bed because blue light is really harmful to your brain before bed and it messes with your circadian rhythm so i pulled this from harvard health and i wanted to just like read it word for word because it really does a good job of explaining what the blue light does to your brain not all colors of light have the same effects blue wavelengths are beneficial during the day hours because they boost attention reaction times and mood so the light from your electronics your computers your screens as well as energy efficient lighting which is like those bright led lights increase our exposure 
to blue wavelengths, especially after sundown. Based off of that little excerpt from Harvard Health, you guys can see that obviously the effects that the blue light has during the day have the same effects at night, but it's obviously going to be the reverse effect. You don't want to be energized. You don't want to boost your attention and reaction times. You want to slow all that stuff down. So getting on your phone at night is so detrimental to this wind down rest period. So I would recommend that you guys go into the bedtime settings on your phone. If you have an iPhone, this is going to work for you. I'm not sure about other brands of phones, but if you guys have an iPhone, check out the bedtime settings and at sundown, it will turn your screen um, on the, what's it called? I think it's like night shift. Okay, at dark mode and night shift and it'll turn it on both of those and um, it'll just make it easier on your eyes to look at your screen once the sun goes down. Obviously, the best thing to do is just not look at your screen at all. Um, when it's time to go to bed, but you know, sometimes that's not realistic. So it definitely helps just putting it on night shift mode. And then my last little tip for you guys for the night before is to make your room like a little cozy oasis. Um, you want to make your bed inviting. So add bedding that's super comfy, add a lot of fuzzy blankets. If you typically do work from your bed, stop. Wherever you do work, your brain will automatically equate that work zone to doing work so like you're gonna want to be on and so if you do work from your bed when you get in your bed to actually go to bed your brain is going to be like oh she's getting in bed it's time to do work and really like if you had a desk or maybe like the kitchen is your designated workspace when you go to your designated workspace your brain is going to want to work but if you're working from your bed you're going to want to work from your bed. It's not going to be a place of rest. It's going to be a place of work. So if you work from bed, stop doing that. Just don't bring your laptop in bed. It doesn't, it doesn't belong there. So just stop bringing it there. Next, we're going to talk about the mornings, which makes sense because this is about creating your perfect morning routine. But once you have the night thing figured out, it makes the morning thing a lot easier. Trust me, your morning routine starts in the evening. When your alarm goes off in the morning, I know it's tempting to press snooze for an hour and I'm guilty of this a lot, but it's so much easier to just turn off your alarm and get out of bed. Like so much easier because once you keep going back to sleep it's like not solid sleep and so it's just gonna like make you feel more tired but if you actually just get out of bed at that first like alarm cue makes the whole process so much easier it's like ripping off the band-aid and also back to the whole bedtime settings on your iphone thing you can set your bedtime and your wake-up time so it'll give you a notification when it's time to go to bed and then it will also set an alarm, which is like so much nicer and softer and like easier to wake up to than just your regular like old-fashioned iPhone alarms. So I really, really recommend setting the bedtime and wake-up time settings on your phone. And then the second that your alarm goes off, turn on a light. I have a lamp that has a light bulb that has a remote. So I just press on and it turns the light on. I turn it on like the dimmest, most possible setting and I turn the light on. I open the blinds. 
and if there's any sunshine which there really isn't right now because it's like the dead of winter it's so cloudy today it's been like raining it's so gross outside I'm like it's just sitting in my office shivering because it's like just so gross outside um but if there is any sunshine open your blinds and let the sunshine in there's actually a study and I'm not sure where I saw this but 20 minutes of sun in the morning is so so good for your mental health you know sit in front of your window if the sun is shining do some journaling drink your coffee whatever but it's also important to drink a ton of water because most people aren't drinking enough water especially if you're drinking a ton of coffee and like no water that's a really really dangerous situation so why don't we all take a sip of water right now I'll even do it too hold on let me grab my water Okay, cheers everybody. I try to do that whenever I hear someone mention water, whenever I see my water bottle, whenever I see someone take a sip of water on like TV or in a YouTube video or sometimes I'll just like post an Instagram story like, hey guys, reminder to drink your water and I hope that you guys all take a sip of your water. So those are just like some quick little like in the morning type tips, but now I want to talk about your actual morning routine because this is where the magic happens. Like once you've woken up, once you've opened your blinds, you know, all that stuff, like those are, I feel like the really easy little like check in the box things, but then your morning routine is like what really gets you going. It's like the stuff that you want to wake up to. It's what you look forward to when your head hits the pillow at night and it really sets the tone for the day so if you wake up late and you missed your morning routine i know for me in my life if i don't have time in the morning to do all the things that i want to do i just feel so off for the rest of the day so how you spend your time in the morning truly sets up the day for success i truly truly believe that it's really important that you choose a time to wake up and stick to it If you're the type of person who wakes up at like 5 a.m. one day and then, you know, you go to a workout, you do your thing, and then you reward yourself the next morning by sleeping in until like 11, your whole circadian rhythm is just going to be thrown off. So pick a time that's realistic for you and stick to it. Maybe that's 5 a.m. Maybe that's 9 a.m. It doesn't matter what time it is as long as it works for you. If you wake up at 9 a.m., you can be just as successful as someone who wakes up at 5 a.m. because we all have 24 hours in a day. It's just a matter of how we spend them. So the person who's waking up at 5 might wake up at 5 but then like twiddle their thumbs until like 9 a.m. and be like, oh, okay, maybe I'll get the day started. But someone who wakes up at 9 might, you know, jump into a workout and get XYZ done and feel great about themselves. I don't know, but however you guys decide to navigate your routine it can be totally unique to you and that's something that's really really important to keep in mind when you're listening to this whole podcast episode let's talk about morning movement so i used to be the type of person who loved to just wake up brush my teeth and then go right to a workout and that worked really really well for me for a while but i feel like now in this phase of my life i love to take it slow in the morning i love to have my coffee i love to journal i love to do all like these little like self-care type things in the morning and working out really doesn't fit into my morning anymore and i also found that my most productive hours are in the morning and so if i were to go to a workout and then go maybe grab coffee after and then come home and shower and you know then do all the little like self-care things 
it just didn't really work out well for me because I felt like I missed that productive block by not being home in the morning. So whatever you decide to do is totally okay. Like you might feel good going for a run first thing and like that works really well. Like whatever you decide to do, go for it. But I do recommend that you do some sort of morning movement exercise. So when I wake up, I like to obviously like turn on my lamp, open the blinds, and then I like to do some little like stretching in bed. Um, I'm really big into yoga, so I like to do like child's pose. I do like a little bit cat-cow. I like stretch my arms a little bit, kind of like crack my back, do a little like spinal twist action. And I just literally do that from my bed. And then sometimes I'll foam roll with my coffee. Sometimes I will just do like a little bit of stretching in my office. It really just depends. But I do think that doing some sort of movement in the morning is so beneficial, not only for your physical health, but like your mental health too. Just like really get the blood flowing. Or going for like a walk too is always nice, especially like when it's like kind of cool and like chilling and you can like go for a walk with like your coffee. It's really great. I also like to do a little bit of journaling in the morning. Um, if I don't feel like really going in depth, I at least like to write down about one to three things that I'm grateful for that day. I like to do an AM gratitude and a PM gratitude and just taking a second to list the things that you're grateful for just makes you so much happier. I don't know like what it is, but seriously guys, if you are going through like any like mental health struggle right now, right? I mean, even if you're not doing some sort of gratitude exercise, writing down one, two, three, ten things that you're grateful for, I think is proven to make you happier. I think my therapist told me that at one point. And you don't have to do like some great big journaling thing. You can literally write it on like the back of a paper napkin. It doesn't matter. Just writing down a few things that you're grateful for is so beneficial. Another part of your morning routine too might be like writing down your to-do list for the day. I feel like when, whenever I do that in the morning, it takes a huge stress off of me because when I have all these, I call them like tabs open in my brain, like of things that I need to get done. I'm like, okay, I need to email this person back. I need to send this person this text message. I need to upload a video. I need to edit this. I need to record a podcast episode. I have you know, 10 discussion posts to do. I have a quiz to do later. I have, you know, all these things to do. It's like all these little tabs open in your brain. And when you write it down on paper, you can forget about all the other things that you have to do and just focus on one individual task. Writing it down and then being able to cross it off is huge. And doing that first thing in the morning, total game changer. Because then you're not worried about it for the rest of the day. You're not like, oh crap, I need to get that thing done. You just have it on a piece of paper and you know that you're going to do it later. Something that I wanted to talk about too is um, food in the morning. And y'all know I love my food, love talking about food, nutrition, all that good stuff. Food in the morning is really just so dependent on so many different things that you like individually choose or your individual habits. I found that my needs in the morning change and adapt depending on the seasons, depending on what I'm doing that day, depend on how I'm doing, what I'm feeling, what I need. And some people love to eat breakfast. Some people don't really have a stomach in the morning. Some people totally skip breakfast. And all of those things are fine as long as you are somehow fueling yourself with something other than coffee to get through the morning. I think it's funny because earlier I said, oh, I'm not gonna roll through my whole, whole morning routine. But then all these like little points are like totally, I'm just like going on a tangent about my own life. But obviously like that's what I can speak to because it's my experience. Um, but so many people, like I said earlier, have so many different morning routines, so many different experiences. So you can just kind of like take this and make it your own. 
but for me in my life, going back to talking about my own morning routine now, um, I love to eat like something really light at first because I don't really have like the stomach to eat like a whole big breakfast. Um, I never really have been like a big breakfast person. I kind of have more of like a brunch because I like to eat a smoothie or some fruit and some yogurt in the morning. And then typically like an hour or two later, I come back and I like to have like almond butter and jelly toast, eggs, avocado toast, oatmeal, like something big, something substantial. And then I have my coffee too. I never like to drink coffee on an empty stomach. I just feel like it makes me super jittery, really makes my anxiety not very nice. Whatever you decide to eat, make sure that it will prepare you for the day ahead. Choose foods that are easy. You don't have to cook a gourmet breakfast every single morning and you also don't have to eat something that you don't like. And if you have a busy morning, don't count on you being able to cook a big breakfast in the morning because it's just not going to happen. So you need to probably do like a little bit of meal prepping. Also, another thing too is if you really struggle with the afternoon slump, it's so important to eat breakfast. Even if you're not a big breakfast person, at least grab something that has been meal prepped to eat at like 10 or 11. Um, if, you know, say you're going to a job, maybe you don't work from home, you don't have access to your kitchen all day, meal prep some little egg bites or meal prep some oatmeal with some protein powder in it. Um, I have a lot of really easy breakfast recipes in my seven breakfast recipes for busy people ebook on my website. So I will also link that in the description if you guys are interested. We've covered a lot of what your morning routine could look like, but you're probably sitting there like, okay, Lily, thanks for the fun facts but how can I create a morning routine that I can't wait to wake up to? And the key here, guys, is trial and error. I can't do it for you. This whole process is going to be something that you have to discover for yourself. You have to take these tools and run with them. And remember that what works for me, what works for one of your favorite influencers that happens to wake up at like 4.30 in the morning and they get so much done throughout the day and they can run on like two hours of sleep, like whatever works for them like isn't going to work for you. So hearing about someone's morning routine is all great and fun and stuff, but let's do a little activity that will help you create a morning routine that you love. So take out a piece of paper, maybe do this in your head. I don't recommend that, but if you know that's what you want to do, you can do it in your head or maybe like the notes section of your phone, a napkin, whatever you want. I love activities, so this will be fun. Step one, you're going to write down everything that you want to do in the morning. Do you want to have time to journal? Do you want to make breakfast? Do you want to have extra time to do your skincare, makeup, walk your dog, go for a run, read, make your to-do list, like whatever it is, whatever you dreamed of doing in the morning, write that down. And I'm not going to leave like weird gaps in between. So just go ahead and pause the podcast. And then whenever you're done writing this list down, make it super duper detailed, make it not very detailed. I don't really care. Just write down everything that you possibly want to get done in the morning and then come back to the podcast. All right. Step number two, you're going to go down this list and maybe rewrite it next to your current list or maybe just write, you know, number them, whatever. Um, order this list as if you were actually doing it in the morning. Like, number one, open the blinds. Number two, brush your teeth. Number three, make my bed. Number four, wash my face. Whatever order you want to do these activities in, order them, you know, one to 25, one to 50, whatever you have on your list. Okay, so now that you have your list, 
I want you to put a big star next to the things that are your top most priority and not like the little things like brush your teeth. Obviously, I would hope that you're brushing your teeth every morning, but maybe you want to start a new habit. Maybe you want to start reading for 30 minutes in the morning. Whatever those big things, those big top priority things, those big habits that you want to start implementing, put a big star next to those. Maybe it's one thing, maybe it's two things, maybe it's 10 things, whatever it is. It's going to look different for everybody, but put a big star next to those priority items. Now you're going to write down what time you normally wake up and then you're going to write down what time you want to get up in order to get all the things done on your list. Now write down what's stopping you from waking up at your goal time. Now you're going to write down three actions that you can take to wake up at that goal time so maybe it's going to bed earlier drinking less coffee during the day whatever it might be write down three things that you can do in order to wake up at your goal time so here's where it gets fun here's where we get to practice what we just designed tomorrow morning i want you to set your alarm for five minutes earlier than you normally do not at your goal time but five minutes earlier than you normally do and start slow this process isn't going to happen overnight you're not going to go from waking up at 9 a.m to waking up at 5 a.m i mean unless you're like a crazy person then that's fine but starting slow is the key so you know maybe tomorrow it's five minutes earlier maybe the next day it's 10 minutes earlier and then a half an hour earlier and then 45 minutes earlier and then all of a sudden you're waking up at eight instead of nine and just kind of slowly go through that process. It might take a few weeks. It might take a few months to really get into, you know, the nitty gritty of your morning routine. But eventually that list of things that you dreamed about doing are going to become the things that you do every single morning. And so tomorrow morning with those extra five minutes, maybe it's writing down two things that you're grateful for. Maybe it's adding on five extra minutes to an activity that you're already doing. Maybe it's five extra minutes that you have to make yourself a better breakfast. Whatever you do with those extra five minutes, be really, really intentional and don't use it as like an extra five minutes to sleep. Be really, really intentional with what you do with those extra five minutes. And then the next day, it'll be really intentional with the extra 10 minutes. And it's going to take practice. It's going to take trial and error. But every day when you wake up a little bit earlier, it'll become a habit. So I really hope that you guys enjoy this little exercise. Um, this is something that I actually did with a client and it was really, really impactful. So I hope that you guys enjoyed it. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. We're posting on Thursdays now, so it'll be 80-20 Thursdays. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue like 80-20 Tuesday does, but it'll be good and it'll, you know, it'll be good for all of us. I'm excited. I know you guys are excited. Maybe I'll post like an extra podcast on thursday this week to kind of kick things off i don't know that might be too much tbd i'll keep you guys posted let me know what you guys thought of this episode and the little exercise there at the end um it's probably best to dm me on my own personal instagram i check that a little bit more often which is just at lily Rayco. it will be linked in the description i would love to hear your thoughts your feedback your ideas what you guys want to hear on the next episode i love you all so so much have a great rest of your day and i will chat with you guys soon Bye.